morning everyone so how are you this monday morning um with red balloons we do hashtag monday motivation so if you do have anything you want to share with us um about what you've got planned this week today this month or anything like that do let us know um today you wouldn't normally see me on a monday morning um but we're trying something new today and hopefully this will work um but i am useless so what we're doing this morning is we're going to do a question and answer session with the fantastic aaron from healthy fit academy now i should have been actually doing this like in person but because of my dodgy car um and the brakes actually going on it i have not been like i am confined to um well, not being able to drive. So I'm going to try and do this as a Facebook Live online with him on the other side. Now, I've never done this before. And anyone that knows me knows I am useless with technology. So fingers crossed this will work. Um, but basically, if you have any questions, the same as any live that we do, um, same as any live that I do on a Friday. If you have any questions you want to ask me or Aaron, please do pop them. I'm just going to make sure that I've got morning Gemma yes yeah, so I've got comments on right he's just come on now I need to see if I can get him aha see if this works I'm genius if it works there's add-ins oh yeah so if you have any questions for me or Aaron um pop them in the why have you declined it right this isn't me I don't think Wait, add. Wait, hang on. <laughs> See, this is what happens with technology. <laughs> oh, you gotta love it. Gotta love live TV. Right, I'm adding you. See if he comes on. Yeah. Hello. Is that what? I can hear you now. <laughs> Hello, right. so everyone who might be watching, um, that I, I told I knew something would go wrong, but that was your fault. You hung up on me. Um, nice picture of a walk. Yeah, I was trying to work out how we get the chat thing on. So we'll see if anyone asks questions. <laughs> right, so I've got the questions up on you in case you can't get it up. Um, well, Aaron, say hello <laughs> to Red Blues. Now then, how do? Yeah, so this is our first session of question and answer where we're going to be working with um, organisations um, across Teesside and further to kind of spread the word of what you're doing. Um, obviously, I've known you for a good couple of months now, so I know what you're doing, but everyone that's watching might not. And it's your chance really to promote yourself, to promote your organisation, um, to give anyone any help, advice or support that they might need. Um, before we start, though, if you do want to check out what Aaron does, um, his page is Healthy Fit Academy, and you can find him on Facebook and Instagram. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Instagram's under Aaron Paul S, rather than Healthy Fit Academy. Fab. There we go. So, Aaron, now is your chance to shine. Um, tell me, well, not me because I know. So, tell my lovely viewers about yourself and your organisation. So, uh, well, I've been personal training now for probably about 10 years or so, which is crazy. And uh, yeah, originally started off in a shed in my mum and dad's back garden and now have um, two studio rooms, which we have a fully equipped gym room and a fully equipped classroom. And basically what we do is we're not like a mainstream gym where we have loads of people join and people can come whenever. 
we actually run like private training sessions. So majority of the time, it'd be me and someone else in the gym in like the entire place. Possibly another trainer and their client or a class. You know, we're very, very like private focused. Right. And so you don't really have people kind of attend as themselves. You, your tra they book you as a trainer. Oh yeah. Yeah. We only ever work with people either one-to-one -one or in a class. Right. Fantastic. And with that, so you say you've got 10 years experience. What made you go into personal training? Like what, what kind of, like what is it about it that you, you're interested in? Well, I've always enjoyed like being active and keeping fit. Now, like, as a kid, I used to like karate, boxing, did a few boxing fights, did keep boxing. And uh, yeah, I just loved it. So I just love like being active and that. And I've always been a huge fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, yeah, and obviously seeing him as a kid, I was like, I want to look like that guy. I'm not there yet, but <laughs> we're getting there. So that's just <laughs> always made me enjoy training and exercising. And it's not only that as well, but it feels mint. Yeah. You know, there's loads of time. I can have like a really crap day. And, uh, you know, I've been like a proper bad mood. And our missus is like, oh, bugger off to the gym. Go cheer yourself up. And it's class. So, yeah, I get in the gym, headphones in, and just like my mood is completely different by the time I come out. And are you quite, vote, like, are you quite um, open on your um, social media pages and stuff about how good it is for, obviously Red Balloon's being physical and mental well-being. Do you promote as well the mental benefits and um, not just oh, the hell physical yeah. yeah, I see all the time, you know, it's not all about six packs and bums, you know, it's just getting in the gym and actually doing something that's going to benefit yourself. You know, because there's not many opportunities a day we get to improve ourselves, is there? But you can go in the gym for an hour and, you know, by the end of that, you're working towards either becoming healthier, fitter, happier, you know, whatever. Yeah, fantastic. And obviously a lot of our members, they haven't, they are either just starting their fitness journey or haven't started yet. Maybe, um, obviously we work on building confidence and self-esteem and kind of, we class ourselves as the first step to the first step, if that makes sense. So yeah. what would your advice be or what would you say to these members that are thinking, do you know what? I really do want to get in the gym. Obviously, I don't run a gym. I do what I do. They want to get in the gym. Um, what would your advice be? Like, how would this start? What would you What would you say to them? The first step would be just take it one step at a time because a lot of people go wrong where they try and change everything in one go. So yeah. we could have someone that will be like, I want to lose weight, I want to get fit, I'm going to change my diet, I want to exercise six times a week, I'm going to do this, do that. It's all fine and good, you know, it's great intentions. But imagine if you went to work on a Monday morning and you've been doing the same job for years and your boss comes over and says, right, today we're changing everything and you're going to do all this way instead. Mm -hmm. You know, straight away you'd be like, well, how the hell am I supposed to cope with this? Yeah. And that's exactly what people are essentially doing in the bodies when they try to change everything all in one go, mm -hmm. it might work for a little bit, but in the end, you're just like, oh, you know, sack this. So if you just focus on changing one small detail each week, you know, whether it's, I don't know, week one, you're going to focus on getting a bit more steps in. Week two, you're going to focus on sleeping better. Week three, then you'll start looking at eating a little bit better. Yeah. You know, don't try to change everything in one go. Just take it right. one step at a time and adjust. Yeah, so you work kind of like the same as us. You, you set like small goals and you get to know the person as a person, not just someone oh, yeah. who's coming into a gym to 
like one of my issues with personal trainers in the past, no offense to any others that are watching, is you treat like a statistic, like you walk in and like they are ripped to like I always say I'm very honest, like the fact that I, I am fitness qualified, but I don't look like these Adonises that you see in gyms. And they don't I treat you like <laughs> <laughs> I don't they don't treat you like a, the person like you they ask the questions that they have to by law but then they don't really take any interest in what you do like the personal trainers i've worked with in the past not yourself but they've made me do stuff that have made me feel crap they've made me feel worse than myself made me feel even unfitter than i actually was and like they didn't listen to anything i say so how do you work differently? Like what, apart from the fact that you have a mental sense of humor that I can account for, <laughs> how, do you work, how do you work differently to what, like the other, like what big chain gyms and stuff work towards? Well, yeah, sort of, again, we just take it like one step at a time. You know, I can have someone that's coming into me as oh, I've not exercised in like 10 year, you know, I'm not exactly gonna say that, right, we're gonna start doing sprints on treadmill, we're gonna do deadlifts, we're gonna do pull-ups. Because that's just like, you give that to someone who straight away they'll think, well, I can't do that, so there's no point trying. Yeah. You know, yeah. whereas if you get in and say, right, we're going to focus on this one thing today. And obviously before we start working with people, we'll have like a really in-depth chat about what they've done before, what they found worked, what they found didn't work, and so on. And really like sort of find out where everything went wrong before. Right. Because then yeah. if possible, we can avoid all that, happy days. Or if there's ways we can fix it. I, have, I had someone ask me before, uh, she basically just wanted help with a diet. And she's like, oh, I've tried every diet and it never works, so and so and so. I was like, well, have you tried exercise and diet? And she was like, oh, no. So then I was like, all right, then we'll try that. And it's just like finding a solution to what like the issues everyone has. Mm-hmm. So last thing I wanted someone to come at me and say, oh, I want to lose weight. Fine, I'm going to do this really brutal circuit for the next half an hour and get you sweating buckets to the point that you're crippled and you can't move tomorrow. Because yeah. that's not beneficial. Instead, we'll just work out what they can do, ease them into it, and progress from there. Rather Fantastic. than chucking them in the deep end. <laughs> you know, yeah. no, no swimming coach is going to grab you and chuck you in the deep end and say, right, there you go, you can swim. <laughs> you know, we're going to the basic. So say, like, for instance, I'm very honest about what I like and don't like, part of what I do. Um, so I hate... There's loads of people, we have these discussions on these labs. So I hate burpees, for instance. Can't stand them, even though I know fundamentally they're amazing for you. What would your advice be to people who have things that they know work for them, but they're crap at or they hate with a passion? Like, do you work in the same process that I work in the sense that, right, they don't like them, I'm not going to make them do them, just leave them on the side? Or would you take a different approach? Like, would you say, right, Claire, I know you hate them, but... Sorry, Al. It sort of depends. Like, I'm not a fan of burpees myself. Like, I only really use them for like my boxing clients and that if they're doing something wrong, because yeah. everyone hates doing them. So it makes yeah. sure that they don't do it wrong next time. <laughs> but with actual, like, say, weight loss clients and that, personally, I don't really see the benefit to them. Right. So if it's like a reasonable thing that someone's like, oh, I hate running, I, I hate running, you know, I'm really not a fan of it. I think people who do marathons are crazy. <laughs> but, uh, but then, yeah, but then other people will really enjoy it. So if someone says, oh, I don't want to be stuck on a treadmill for half an hour, totally fine. You know, that's not something we'd look at doing anyway. Or if someone says, oh, I don't want to lift weights, I'd try and, like, sort of work that in because weights have amazing benefits to everyone, like, of all populations, all age groups. 
So we try, you know, sort of educate and convince them to try it out. But then once we've tried it out, if they're absolutely dead set against it, then we'll work yeah. on something else. You know, there's always other things you can do. There's no one perfect way or one specific yeah. way that things have to be done. You, you hit on something there that I absolutely love. So you said educate. Now, a lot of places won't do that. They'll just basically show you how to do the move, give you a plan, set off. So obviously red balloons were massive for like knowledge is power and all of this crap. So all of this crap, that sounded very unprofessional, but you know me. Um, so when you're with your, like you either one-to-ones or your groups, do you tend to educate them in the sense, do you tend to have a lot of conversations and tell them why they should be doing things like why weights aren't scary or why these, basically why, why these things work for you. So I'm going to give you this move because of this. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd never ask someone to do something and not tell them why, because then what's the point in doing it? Yeah. No, if someone knows why something's going to benefit them, then they're a hell of a lot more keen to do it. Yeah, definitely. And with that, with the honesty type thing, so if someone isn't progressing as they possibly might be um i'm trying to word this so it doesn't like deter anyone or anything like that but say someone say someone's been coming to you for four months or however long you set your plans for and someone isn't progressing as much um how would how would you broach that subject in your organization like bearing in mind you are looking after their well-being as an overall yeah well we wouldn't actually like confront someone in front of like everyone because obviously yeah. that's a really difficult thing to do but yeah. I've had members before where they've said to me, oh, like, you know, I'm, I'm not progressing. Like, I'm doing this, this, and this. Like, what's going wrong? And we'll just go to one side. I'm going out to the office or something and just have a look at everything. So we'll have a look, like, get up the MyFitnessPal diaries, see where anything could be going wrong on that. You know, going over what they're doing in the spare time. And we'll just look at everything, like, going through, like, you know, a fine-tooth comb and just see where possible things could be coming from. Nine times out of ten, it's mostly because people aren't fully tracking what they're eating. Yeah. So they'll be like, oh, I've like, we'll have like all the calorie goals there and they've all hit. And like, oh, but I didn't put this, this, and this, and this in. And it's like, well, there you go. You yeah. know, that's why. And nine times out of ten, it's really simple stuff that's really obvious. And it's just like, you know, why do you think it's not happening? And people know, you know, people aren't daft. Yeah. But yeah, we don't try and help people like find a solution to it. So if someone says, oh, I'm not progressing, we never say, well, work harder. Because that doesn't help anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. So, with obviously, we work with a lot of people with mental health conditions. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me, talking so. How would you? One of the biggest things that interests me, obviously, from someone who suffers myself. How would so? How would you broach the the training and how you work with someone who has both an active eating disorder or someone like myself who has had an active eating disorder but is now in like a state of placebo, it's going to be something that never goes away from me, but I've got it under control at the moment. How do you, are you aware of this, first of all? Like if people were going to come to you, any of my members were going to come to you, are you aware of this? And how how do you deal with that situation? Yeah, so that's something that we'd sort of approach like in the initial consultation when someone like approaches to work with us. And first off, because we're not really, specifically trained to deal with eating disorders so there'd always be like a referral to professional first yeah if they've already been that way and they're already like receiving help for it and then we try and like speak to that professional so we were both in like the same path 
we're both doing the same things. We're not giving like conflicting information. Yeah. Because otherwise that could just send people into a tailspin. Yeah. So we try to work with any help that they're already receiving to make sure mm -hmm. we're both on the same page. Fantastic. And we're going to provide the best help for them. Yeah. Like we have we have a really flexible approach to dieting. I'm not a massive fan of really strict diets. You know, mm -hmm. stuff I've done in the past whenever I've competed or done a boxing fight and I've needed to drop loads of weight. And it's not some of the people need for day-to-day -day weight loss. Mm -hmm. You know, you can you don't have to be having like the chicken, broccoli, rice, you know, really bland, boring food because no one enjoys eating that crap. <laughs> you know, no. I don't care what anyone says. No. <laughs> so we look at having like really tasty meals but they're still low calories mm -hmm. like i have nearly every night i have like a tortilla based pizza where you know i've got cheese on that i've got chicken you know all sorts are on it and it comes in i think the one i make because i'm really greedy is like 600 calories for the full thing whereas that's normally like two normal slices of pizza yeah so there's ways of making like your favorite foods way less calories and you yeah. know you can still have you still have meals with your friends. You can still eat the same food as your kids. You don't yeah. have to live like a mum. How would you... So, for someone like me, for instance, um, I obsess over numbers. So, obviously, you're aware. People who watch my lives are aware. So, I obsess with... That's why I smash my scales. But I have to be careful with calorie counting because I get obsessed. Um, how would you broach that with someone who wanted to learn to eat healthier? Healthy is that a word? Healthier, healthier. That's <laughs> yeah. how would you broach that for someone who? So they've disclosed to you that they have an obsessive side, but this is part of their eating disorder. How how would you then broach like they do need to eat healthy? You want to help them with that, but you need to be careful that they're not counting everything and like yeah. How obviously you're working with professionals and that's fine, but how would you do duty of care with that? If they were really obsessed with numbers and they, they found it really easy to get caught up in it, we just take that side away. Right. Because I'll always promote like calorie counting because it is a really helpful tool. But yeah. if someone's that obsessed with it where they'll get wrapped up and it'll like dominate their life, that's not yeah. what we want. Like we want yeah. people to have freedom with the diet. Fantastic. So don't count them. You know, try and get into the habit of eat when you're hungry, stop when mm -hmm. you're full. Mm -hmm. You know, and, for some people, that might help. For others, it might make it a bit more difficult. But like I say that's just down to the individual. We can then work on if that doesn't work, try out something different, and we'll keep going until we find the perfect solution for it. Brilliant. And how much? So I try, especially when I'm going through a tough time. I won't, like I said, I can't count calories. I, I get too um, caught up in that. But I do try to write things down because I do believe that it keeps me accountable, and I can see kind of like patterns in my behaviour and in what I eat. Would you say that was a good tactic for your like your clients and stuff? Would you say not necessarily calorie counting, but taking account of what you're eating is a good way? Oh yeah, yeah, like a food diary. Like we could have like a list of your meals. You write down what you've had for breakfast. How did you feel after it? And yeah. you'll notice a pattern then where if you write down, oh, I had porridge berries, and like some I don't know something else. If you fancy eating, you're like, oh, I felt great after it. Yeah. Then the next meal, yeah. I had a Burger King. I felt really like sluggish and, you know, unhappy after it. And yeah. that's going to help me well. I eat stuff like this, I feel way better. I eat stuff like this and I feel crap. And that's, you know, you know, with numbers, it's more based on like you then. Yeah. As humans, we're a lot of visual. Like I've found, especially with the people and myself and the people I, I work with, that we are very visual. So I work better when I can see. And like I said, I can see like if I've had a crappy day and I can see what I'm eating. 
and then I f it's followed by an even crappier day because I was crap the last day, etc. Um, I think like it is definitely advice that I give to my to my members that if you don't want to get obsessed and you don't want to start counting and you're worried about that side, that making a note of these things with your feelings is is definitely um, the way forward. So it's interesting to see how it works from a from a personal trainer gym side of things as opposed to a well-being organisation like ourselves. Morning, Andrea. And um, for those watching, like I said, if you do have any questions, like I know I talk dead quick, but if you do have if you do have any questions, please do shout up. Um, all of this live this live will be uploaded on our website later on as well. So if there's any questions or you want to contact Aaron after this, um, all the details will be on the post that I put up later on. Um, so just I think we've been through the serious stuff now. So I want to like ask some random things so people get to know you. Um, <laughs> oh dear. Because <laughs> this is professional. <laughs> so what would your favorite yeah, what would your favorite thing in the gym be? And why? God, that's a hard one. Probably the punching bag, because you know, doesn't matter what day, but you could have the worst day ever. You go in and around on the punching bag will just change your life around. And does picturing someone's face really help? I know it does for me, but does it help? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Massively helps. <laughs> uh, what What is it that you hate the most? Like, if you were to go into a gym and, like, say, you're going to come to me and I was going to train you, what would be the worst thing I could give you? Uh, probably a spinning class because <laughs> like, I'm not a fan of exercise bikes in general and I just think spinning classes look like absolute hell. <laughs> absolute hell. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to one. Yeah. Is Aaron joining Red Balloons? It's like a job interview. <laughs> no. He, 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 he runs... <laughs> he's, doing a, he's doing a good job so far. Are you entertaining? Oh, You're all um, what is the most, if you could pick one movement to give to your clients as the most beneficial, would you pick, like, would you pick one and it, like, what would it be? Uh, I'd probably say it'd be deadlifts because they're like a, an entire full body workout in one movement. You know, every major muscle's worked in it. And not only that, you feel absute godlike doing them. It's like lifting, you feel like you're lifting a car up, you know, like it's probably the most enjoyable thing you can do with your clothes on. Fab. In my <laughs> life. You can get a job if this is an interview. Um, <laughs> what would be your favourite meal? What would you be your last meal? My last meal would be like, can't be fash. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's like the first thing, when I did my physique show last year, it was like the first thing I ate afterwards. Well, no, I had um, a tub of flapjack and a burger thing. But like the next day, it was like my first proper meal. And it was amazing. With or without gravy? Without. Just oh, loads of cheese on it. You were nearly there. Yeah, cheese and gravy. Way <laughs> forward, way forward. Um, so for everyone watching, obviously, I don't, well, I talk forever, but I am aware that people are here at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning. Do a quick recap of what you offer um, and what your new food venture is for anyone that is interested. So now I'm going to shut up for a little while and let you just promote your amazing services yeah so with healthy fit academy at the minute we offer one-to-one -one sessions which can be basically based around anything these days it tends to be based more around boxing and kickboxing stuff is what i find myself doing more rather than genuine um, general gym work but we also offer a few um group training programs the main one being the healthy lifestyle program which is a choice of 10 classes per week 
which revolve around either boxer size, circuits, weights, and we have a maximum, well, when everything's back to normal, we will have a maximum of up to 12 people per class. So they're still really small groups. And the people we have in them at the minute are absolute bonkers, like they're brilliant. It's probably the best crowd of people you can train around because we just laugh nonstop. And yeah, that's just focused on it's getting people into exercise. It's suitable for every level. And we'll also give you basic help with your diet. We also have coming up starting August the 3rd. Is it 3rd? Yeah. And we have the new you program, which is female only. And it's like a six-week body transformation. That's going to be 10 people per group. So again, really small groups. And training three times per week. And you'll be getting more in-depth help with your diet with that. Brilliant. And we have launching, hopefully within the next month, our new meal prep business, which is going to be Slim Gyms. And that's basically guilt-free fast food, where it's going to be like meal prep, so it's going to be geared around like healthy eating. Mm -hmm. But every meal is going to be 500 calories or less, and it's not going to be, you know, the chicken, boiled rice, the veg. You know, it's going to be actually, what's one of the ones we have, like spicy Mexican beef, uh, sweet mm -hmm. potato mash, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Lisa wants to know how much is that? Do you mean the fitness Lisa or the meal prep side? But anyway, do you discuss your costs live or would you prefer people to get in contact with you directly? Yeah. yeah. Our, um, our healthy lifestyle program is £50 per month at the minute. Obviously, when things go back to normal. And then we're looking at putting prices up a bit when things go back to normal because we haven't had a chance to do our gym launch yet because we've opened up like the new place. Mm -hmm. So we'll be doing a promotion where it's 50 pound per month. And then the new U class is, what's the, the total price for that for the six weeks is 155. And you can book your space with a 25 pound deposit. Brilliant. And then that's, that's just like one off one. payment. Pardon? Is that women's only that one? The, the yeah. one you've been on? Yeah, yeah you've got women's one. only. Yeah, we will be looking at doing a men's only one further down the line but we're just focusing on like launching one at a time at the minute brilliant um andrea wants to know so arms i want to tone my arms and tone my thighs what are the best exercises and would buying a punch bag be beneficial buying a punch bag is always beneficial you know for I, everything I <laughs> for toning say arms and legs toning comes from losing body fat and there's no way that you can lose body fat from specific areas it comes off from everywhere in one go so the best way to tone your arms and your legs is just be generally more active which if you're buying a punching bag would massively help with doing a few rounds on that a day and just being sensible with what you're eating and that'll help tone everything up fab fantastic thank you not massively strict yeah is this, I always say, so I kind of know the answer. It is true, isn't it, that your overall health and your fitness, so it is like 80% kitchen, 20% what you do physical exercise. Is that correct? Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's 100% both because you can eat as healthy as you like and as sensible as you like, but then that's not going to help your cardio system get fitter or yourself get stronger. You know, whereas you get in the gym, that's going to help you get fit. It's going to help you get stronger. 
help your mental state. Mm-hmm. But then if you're only doing that and you're eating crap, you know, it's, it sort of balances each other out. Yeah. You get the best results doing both of them, putting 100% into both. I love what you said the other day um, on one of your pages. It's like you shouldn't be exercising to punish yourself. Um, Exercise should never, ever be seen as a punishment. And we obviously we promote that a lot um, for building your confidence and stuff. So when people do tend to eat a bad diet, do you find that that's what they they do? They use an exercise as a punishment. Does that affect their training, do you think? Yeah, it's one of those things you see a lot, especially on Instagram, where you'll see... um, you know, if you eat this, this is X amount of time in a treadmill. Eat this, this is X amount. And stuff like that really knocks me because it gives the wrong impression off. It's like saying, yeah. if you eat this, you better do this or else. Yeah. Which isn't what we want, you know. You should exercise because you want to improve and be better, not because you want to punish yourself. Yeah. And you should eat a cake because you want to but, eat a cake, not because, exactly, yeah. <laughs> not because you're doing not anything bad. You know, you can quite happily fit a cake in your daily intake. You know, I had like a, a double topped ice cream down the beach the other day, and I enjoyed every every second of it. You know, it was amazing. But like, so, you know, it's the difference between having the mentality of "oh, I can eat this," or having the mentality of "I don't know if I eat that, then I have to do this and this," and it just takes the joy out of things. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what would be, so we love motivational quotes. We have one every week on red balloons. What would be your favorite motivation? Well, one, do you believe in them? Like, do you think they work? And if you do, what, like, what is your favorite? What do you use? God, I've got a whole library of motivational quotes in my head and that, uh, I'm trying to think what's, uh, I'm not sure if it'll be motivational for people, but a body's for life, not just for summer is one of my favorite ones because a lot of people are focused getting fitter the summer, you know, so they can go out in like, you know, shorts and vests and stuff. Yeah. And then the rest of the year, they don't look after themselves or not as much. So, you know, your body's trying its hardest to keep you alive day to day. Yeah. So the best thing you can do for that to say thank you is just look after that. Yeah. So it's a, it is, it is literally a way of life, not just a fad for, like you said, for getting on the beach or not that any of us can really do that this year, but uh what's gonna say? oh right yeah that's it so we talk a lot about achievements and um we share a lot of stories and it, it motivates others to like kind of start and say well like our hashtag is hashtag yes you can what would you say your biggest achievements been either professionally or personally or both whichever you want to share bloody hell uh i've done a lot um probably well i'll give you my top three obviously starting my own business and getting to the point where I'm at now. So like I mentioned that I started in the shed, my mum dad's back garden, with um, an exercise bike and a squat rack and some dumbbells. And now I have two rooms for a gym and a third for a kitchen, which has been nice. And I did a few boxing fights when I was younger, which I was pretty happy about, because that was like massively nerve wracking stuff. You know, it's scary getting in a ring with someone else to fight them and knowing by the end of it, one of you is getting shown up. <laughs> which never happened though <laughs> and then um, probably the other year losing what was it I lost nearly four stone to do my first physique show which I did I'll probably come second from last in that if I'm honest but from where I started to where I ended up was like a yeah. huge achievement yeah 
Do you believe, like, so I, I use Instagram, like I love Instagram, it's my preferred part of social media, but I use Instagram to kind of track my journey. Do you think that's like a handy way to do things before? So I don't weigh myself anymore, but I do track like my achievements on my fitness apps and my Instagram story. Do you think that's something that is worthwhile? Like, do you, would you encourage that as a trainer? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm always telling people to take my photos, you know, because mm-hmm. if you did like, we've had people before with one of our six-week programs, and the starting point and the end point in six weeks is completely different. But you see yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. And I always say, it's like if you wore the same pair of jeans every day, you'd never notice if they got tighter or looser because it just happened gradually. Mm-hmm. And you, before you know it, you think, oh, it's how it's always been. Yeah. But then if you take a photo before you start training, and then one six weeks later, you can visually see yourself side by side. And what happens is when people do this, they're like, holy shit. It's like it blows the mind of the difference yeah. they've made because they don't notice it happening. Yeah, non-skill victories, as they're called, I think they're called. Oh, I'm not a fan of weighing people anyway. Like, you know, it's so easy to get caught up on it. Yep, very and much so. It's a, a really, really inaccurate way of doing things. Right, so for, I'm going to tie this interview up. So successfully, you've got the job. I'd let you work for Ed Blues any day. <laughs> But how would you describe yourself in three words? Oh, God, immature. <laughs> Happy, hopefully. I don't know if people would disagree with that. And cheeky, definitely cheeky. Definitely. And what is the rest <laughs> of the day um, hold for you? Uh, do a bit of planning for Slim Gyms so we can get that launched as soon as possible. Do some training go for a walk and uh, run my class on one-to-ones later. Fab. And is there anything that you want to say to the members before you go? Anything you want to... Yeah, just to remind you, if you are wanting to make a change, don't do everything all in one go. Just focus on one small thing, change that, then once you're comfortable with that, then work on the next step and the next step. And you'll enjoy the process a hell of a lot more. Um, Aaron is based in Middlesbrough for anyone because we never actually pointed that out Um, he is based in Middlesbrough but uh, obviously you're all aware of what Red Balloons does offer but like I said these are going to be happening over the coming weeks for other organisations so if people come to me and need some advice or some support that I that Red Balloons can't offer or I think Aaron can offer better then I will obviously forward you on. But he is Middlesbrough based. Um, but yeah, do check out all of his social media. He is very cheeky, but he does share a lot of stuff. Um, Elizabeth says thank you. Uh, but yeah, thank, no you for thank you. Well, one, this was your idea. Fun? One, this was actually your idea, so I can't take credit for it. This is your idea, <laughs> and it works really well, even if it did seem really job interviewing. I hope it was easier to watch than it probably <laughs> seemed to do. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. And I look no forward problem. to working with you in that. Bye. See you soon, hopefully. Fab. <laughs> Take care. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Toodaloo.